This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that opens the book of history and rips out a page. Today is April 18th, 2020. The day was April 18, 1980. Zimbabwe was established when the Crown Colony of Southern Rhodesia gained independence from Britain. In the 1800s, British and Afrikaner hunters, traders, prospectors, and missionaries from the South began moving north into the land that composes modern-day Zimbabwe. By the 1880s, Cecil Rhodes had formed the British South Africa Company, Some of its goals were to encourage immigration, colonization, trade, and commerce. It was expected to make treaties, promulgate laws, and maintain a police force, among other responsibilities. Basically, it aimed to bring British rule into Central Africa without creating new responsibilities or expenses for the British government. The company was given prospecting and mining rights by the Ndebele king, Lobengula. That meant it had mineral rights in Matabili land and Ndebele-dominated Mashona land. So in 1890, Rhodes sent in a party of colonists from Bechuana land, which was a protectorate in Southern Africa. They began prospecting for gold, and by 1891, Mashona land and Matabili land were declared British protectorates. Over the next several years, Europeans began to colonize the region. War broke out between the Ndebele Kingdom and the British South Africa Company in 1893 and lasted until 1894. Another conflict between the two sides took place from 1896 to 1897. The Shona people, as well, joined in on this uprising against the British South Africa Company. But after this conflict, the entire region up to the Zambezi River came under the control of the company. The area became known as Southern Rhodesia. Colonists in the area demanded representation in the Legislative Assembly, which by 1903 was made up of seven officials from the British South Africa Company and seven elected colonists. When the company's 25-year charter was about to expire in 1914, the colonists convinced the British government to extend the charter for 10 years. In 1923, Southern Rhodesia became a self-governing crown colony. Three decades later, the UK established the Federation of Rhodesia and Nyasaland. It was made up of Southern Rhodesia, Northern Rhodesia, and Nyasaland. The Federation had its own assembly and prime minister. Many Africans in Nyasaland and Northern Rhodesia opposed the Federation, as Southern Rhodesia was overwhelmingly European and racially segregated. Though some groups supported the Federation, the late 1950s saw the growth of movements for national liberation. As people in Nyasaland, Northern Rhodesia, and Southern Rhodesia began demanding independence from British rule, pressure to break up the Federation escalated. The Federation was formally dissolved at the end of 1963. Nyasaland achieved full independence in July of 1964 and became the Republic of Malawi. Northern Rhodesia became independent the same year and was renamed Zambia. But in Southern Rhodesia, Ian Smith formed a new party called the Rhodesian Front, which promoted white supremacist policies and advocated for an independent Rhodesia governed by the white minority. 
By April of 1964, Smith was Prime Minister of Rhodesia, which was again acting as a self-governing colony. After failing to get the British government to grant Rhodesia independence under guaranteed white minority rule, Smith's government decided to do so itself and published the Unilateral Declaration of Independence, or UDI. After years of conflict and negotiation between Britain, the white Rhodesian government, and nationalist movement leaders, Smith was pressured into concessions. The UDI was overturned, and Britain briefly retook control of southern Rhodesia as a colony in 1979. But elections were held in February of 1980, and the country gained international recognition as the independent Zimbabwe on April 18, 1980. Robert Mugabe became the country's prime minister. In the following years, Zimbabwe saw droughts, massacres, economic crisis, as well as social movements for change. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you are so compelled, you can send us a note on social media. We're at TDIHC Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to, you can send us a note via email at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Hope you all are doing well. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.